Welcome to your best in sports podcast radio. This is the Denver Sports Report with Jeff Rohr. And Q Mac. All right, so we're a little behind in our sports radio, in our sports broadcasting. So we're up to week nine of the NFL. We just had a... Quite a few upsets in week Man, nine. it was upset city this week for some reason. Parlays hit the fan quick. I can tell you that much. Yeah, um, we had the crazy low-scoring game upset of the Bills and Jags of a max score of six to nine. Now, I was like, is this the same Bills team that Kansas City played a couple of weeks ago that put up 40 on us? What is going on? Yeah, and then they... Uh, Went to Duval and uh, Josh <laughs> Allen beat up Duval. on Josh Allen. That was a so that, uh, the Duval Josh Allen was kind of upset. He said he took that shit personal. He was tired of being called the other Josh Allen. Yeah, linebacker Allen. Yeah, well, it's personally, I didn't know there was another Josh Allen until they start saying it. <laughs> so he might want to play a little harder yeah, or get off of Jacksonville's team. Yeah, that weird statistic of being the first linebacker to sack a quarterback of the same name. That probably, mm, no record is unbreakable, but if there's anything close, that record's going to, it's going to stand for a while. Yeah, I mean, he's first of name. Uh, then falling back, uh, since I'm Denver's fan, uh, this was our first game without Von Miller around. Uh, he didn't, he actually didn't end up suiting up for the Rams this week. Uh, surprisingly, uh, we uh, were up 27 nothing against this. Uh, it was 30 nothing. Oh, yeah, my bad. 30 to nothing against this one-loss Dallas Cowboys team. First, I, I, as a Kansas City fan, whatever, you guys looked good that game, but I don't know if they were just playing out of emotion for Von Miller or if it's just the fact that it's Dallas and they haven't beat you guys since 1995. Uh, actually, statistically, this is the actual stat. The Denver Broncos have not won in Dallas since 1998. I'm not. We'll have to double check that stat because I'm pretty sure that the Cowboys hadn't beat the Broncos since '95. Uh, we hadn't won in Dallas. Oh, in Dallas. Yeah, we haven't oh, won okay. in Dallas since 1998. Oh, okay, they're all in Denver. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I don't know. Dallas. I think they're kind of not the Pittsburgh of last year because Pittsburgh was 11-0, but they haven't beat anybody with a winning record except uh, San Diego. Yes, I still call them San Diego Chargers. That's what I'm going to call them. That's the only team with a winning record they beat. Yeah, I mean, the are they frauds? I mean, the I think the Chargers themselves are frauds. Like you, exactly. You had uh, Justin Herbert playing like an MVP to start. He's like, oh yeah, I'm good, I'm good, and then all of a sudden that uh, sophomore slump hit hard for Mr. Herbert. The Chargers are the Chargers. Now I've been hearing that the Chargers is going to win the AFC West every since Peyton Manning left, and they haven't won it once. <laughs> I mean, I've been hearing it since they were the number one overall defense, number one overall offense, and they uh, didn't make the playoffs that year in like 2010, I believe. That says a lot. The Chargers are the Chargers. They're going to do something Chargerish. <laughs> they're going to. They'll be out of it by the time it's over. Kansas City will be right back up there in first place. Uh, you about, get, you uh, guys are dwelling in the basement give us with about, us. Give us about two weeks when we beat the Raiders and then we beat the Cowboys. I mean, at this point, I think anybody could beat the Raiders. That's just uh, it's a chaotic situation in Las Vegas. When you lose to the Giants, yeah, it's definitely chaos. I, uh, this is going to be a hot take for me. John Gruden, despite being a horrible, horrible human being, he was great at keeping chaos under wraps. 
Oh yeah, he can he can definitely do that. Um, I don't know if he keeps it under wraps or if he just knows how to keep he, control. He, yeah, he keeps control of the players better than others, apparently. Because geez, right after the DUI incident, the With cornerback, Henry yeah, yeah the, you had a. I mean, Damon Arnett, he just got Arnett, cut. <laughs> he got cut. I mean, if you now, if you go back to when Gruden's first move was that Khalil Mack trade, the only. Th- piece they've gotten out of that Khalil Mack trade now is Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. And that says a lot because that is not this year's draft, but the draft before this year. Yeah, the 2020 They literally have one player left, and he's third string. Everyone else has been cut for whatever reason. They've been cut. DUIs, someone arrested, on Twitter with guns talking about they're going to kill somebody. Like, come on, man. Why? You, you thought that was Like, you're a pro fly. athlete. Be better. I, I get your young twenty-year-old guy, but you're you're still learning life. Because I'm I'm only twenty-three myself, but I'm still trying to figure out life. But you've been you've been you got to have some be, common sense. Yeah, you've been trained to be a pro in every sense of the word since you were what, maybe eight years old. Since they were eight, depending on what state and city they played in, but definitely since high school and definitely in college. And then when you do get drafted, they have a whole seminar on how to be professional in the league. And I'm sure flashing guns on Twitter saying you're going to kill people wasn't one of them. Yeah, the, uh, I mean, if you're going to be a Raiders fan, uh, you're hoping that your team uh, takes a harder look at one thing in this draft in this pre-draft interview that they always have, they need to look for a – I'm going to quote Gruden here. They need high-character guys. <laughs> well, you know, it's just win, baby, in Las Vegas now, I thought. But you can't have a just win, baby attitude with high-character guys all the time. Yeah, uh, I mean, moving from Oakland to Vegas has not worked out for them player-wise, but money-wise has worked out. Oh, cha-ching. Yes, sir. <laughs> Money-wise, anybody in Vegas is doing good, except for me when I go. But that's a different story. As far as teams or professional sports, oh yeah, they're gonna get paid. Yeah, you're gonna get a, you're gonna draw a lot of uh, free agent interest because you are in the party capital of the world. Yeah, that's why they said Odell Beckham might go there as a free agent. Passed yeah. waivers, he cleared waivers. So yeah, I mean, what I the rumor I'm hearing surprisingly is Odell's uh, being heavily recruited by the Packers. Yes, I've heard that rumor as well, which would make the Packers a little bit dangerous. Aaron Rodgers with another target. I, would, I mean, if he I was only Odell, he I'd only has one target though. You he only has Devontae Adams and then everybody. I mean, unless the tie, Jeff Sorensen's guarding Alan Lazard. I mean. Tight end wise, they do have like a, I'd say top fifteen tight end. Well, Tanya is hurt. Yeah, Tanya's hurt. Um, they got a top fifteen tight end in Tanya. He's only had like one good season, so I can't rate him too much higher. Right, right. They could definitely use Odell. It'll, you know, they're trying to do anything to keep keep uh whatever his Rod, name is. Rogers A-Rod. is gonna a a Rod's gonna be in the AFC West soon enough. You're gonna have to face him twice a year. I'm not scared of A-Rod, for one. For two, I'm so sick of Bronco fans claiming him. They claimed him all offseason last year, and he's in Green Bay. They also claimed Deshaun Watson half the offseason last year, and he's in Houston still. We claimed Deshaun Watson up until the rumors came out, accusations came out, and then everybody's like, yeah, no, we we already seen that in Big Ben. 
<laughs> we don't want that in no our big men situations. We don't want that in Denver. Because last time we had drama in Denver, we ended up losing, a, honestly, an all-pro cornerback over New Year's. We lost, we lost uh, what was his name? Darren Williams. Yeah, we lost yeah. Darren Williams. That was, uh, that was sad. My sister was actually in the ER that night and worked on him. I knew before uh, most people what happened before, before it got out on the news because she called me and told me. Yeah. Um, let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll talk about the rest of the NFL and uh, other leagues going on at, right now. Welcome back to the Best in Sports Podcast Radio. This is the Stanford Sports Report with Jeff Rohr. And your boy Q Mack. Uh, well, we just talked mainly about the AFC West in that first part, and so let's uh, quickly talk about the rest of the NFL and on the, and any other random sports we want to talk about. What you got for me, Q? Well, how'd you think Adrian Peterson looked in his Tennessee debut? He looked okay. I mean, he didn't look, he didn't look like the prime all day. I mean, the dude only averaged 2.4 <laughs> yards per carry. Well, he got a touchdown at least. <laughs> I mean, he had, he added more to his Hall of Fame resume. Right, right. He's trying to get as much numbers as he can so he can pass Barry Sanders on the all-time rushing list. He only needs about 440. Well, what do you have this week, about 30 yards? Uh, I actually ended up picking up in my fantasy. I think he got like 45. Actually, let me quick let me look that up really quick because he is on my fantasy team. See, <laughs> see, you ain't picked him up right away. But you know, you got to get your legs under you for a couple games, at least one game, two games. He's been at home. You know, working out is one thing, but when it gets to game speed and yeah, there's a difference between being in shape and then there's a difference of football being in shape. football shape. Definitely, and he's definitely in shape as usual. But football shape is always going to take you a couple games to get in. Get hit a couple of times, realize, oh, yeah, this is what I used to do. I used to be really good at this. Oh, yeah, I used to be – I'm the last uh, MVP running back. The last MVP running back. That's a lot to say because I don't know if there will ever be another MVP I mean, just I mean, before the injury, there was a guy who was looking to average who – who was on pace to get 2,000, 2.3K yards. Derrick Henry – should have won the MVP last year, but he was definitely on track to get it a lock this year. And then uh, injury strikes. Yeah. Was he on the Madden cover? No, no. That's uh, Mahomes. Uh, that that Madden curse finally picked up to him, huh? Yeah, I don't know. I guess it was an injury. He's playing like shit. That's for sure. But I will say, last time he was on the Madden cover, we won the Super Bowl. And also, last time we lost to Tennessee. Uh, we didn't lose again and then won the Super Bowl. So we lost to Tennessee. We've won our next two games. So hopefully it's running in the same track there. Broncos have won both games too. So uh, not much to write home there. I'm just saying. I mean, I got all day stats here since he was on my team. He had 10 rushing attempts for 21 yards. Oh, man. And one touchdown. So he still needs and, about 420 to catch Barry And then Sanders. he had one reception for five yards. So he got 26 total yards with the tutty. Got his feet wet. You know, it's going to take him a little bit. It's, you know, when you're, what is he, 32, something uh, like that? I think he's 36. 36-year-old running back. That's like me out there playing. Jeez. 
It's going to take a couple of games. <laughs> He's going to feel, ooh, I bet you he was sore in the morning. Goodness gracious, yeah, 36. A, a, yeah, AP is 36. Oh, yeah, he was definitely sore in the morning. He's going to have to work that out. I hope he's on the TB12 diet. I don't look like it. I mean, considering he he's six years past uh, cut time for running backs. Definitely. Like I said, this day and age of sports and, well, football anyway, Running backs are almost obsolete. It, it, it's well it's all committee. You don't have the you don't have the prime AP of old, or the, you don't have the Marshall Falk. One out of thirty-two teams has an every down running back, and he's hurt. And that was Tennessee with Derrick I, Henry. I'd he like to the say there's uh, two teams, but one guy can't stay healthy. We're looking at uh, Todd Gurley 2.0 down there in uh, Carolina, and uh, Mr. Oh, Edby Max. Pride man. and joy of Christian. Christian. Man, he. I drafted him number one overall last year. He got hurt. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, what happened in my league too. The, he he was active this week, wasn't he? Yeah, okay. uh, he ended up having, I believe, like seventy six. No, it was like fifty four yards rushing and then fifty seven yards receiving. Okay, well that's not bad for a return as long as he can stay healthy. Whatever it is, they. The usage is high on him. He catches the ball 12 times a game, and he rushes 20 times a game. So they got to find a way to get the usage down on him. So I mean, he doesn't wear out those tires. My dad calls him Bob, B-A-W-B, badass yeah. white boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's the best white running back since John Riggins. Yeah. I, that's a, I mean, the, that one year Peyton Hillis. I will not sit here and stand for anybody saying Peyton Hillis was – I didn't know when I was so upset when he was on the Madden cover, like really. And then what did he do? Nothing. Nothing. No one never heard of Peyton Hillis since then. I mean, he the Broncos got him paid with that line and that running scheme. I mean, Peyton Hillis is a one-year wonder. I I will say that, despite that one, I will. I'm happy that one-year wonder was with the Broncos, but he was a one-year wonder. Definitely a one-year wonder. (laughs) But yeah, not sure. Carolina, Christian McCaffrey. They just got to figure out how to keep him healthy. Got to figure out how to get Sam Darnold to be a quarterback. And they got to get Sam Darnold to stop seeing ghosts again. Oh, man. That was so funny. Uh, what's his name? He was a cornerback for uh, – I can't remember, but he tweeted out a picture. said, Sam Darnold seeing ghosts again. Like, oh, man, it's got to be rough. Looking at that from your colleagues, like, damn. I mean, if you look at the game, uh, live replay, um, oh. former Jet and f- still current teammate of Sam Darnold, Robbie Anderson, was a little fed up with Sammy. He was hot. I don't know what he was saying, but they weren't nice words. There was a few F-bombs, probably a couple. Uh, We're going to have to get our lip reader to go back and read that. There's probably uh, like, come on, you witch, um, be better. I've seen better from you. Dang, Sam, you're you're you used to be good. Roll back to week four, please. Well, I was like, when was he good? I need to. Are week, we really counting one week or one, week one, one through, through four? four? Oh, come on, I need more of a sample size to say he was good. I mean, week one through four, but it's like, oh hey, the Jets are just bad, and then week five and after, it's uh oh wait no, Sam Darnold's actually just bad. Exactly, and he is just like every other USC quarterback that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, the one guy I will say is not bad from USC is uh, 
young man who's now retired, uh, Carson Palmer. That's the only one. That's what I was hoping you said. I said, if he says anybody other than Carson Palmer. <laughs> I mean, five years of the Sanchez. We, he was five <laughs> years of Sanchez. But fumble. I mean, up until that bump fumble, Sanchez looked like a – he, he took a wild-card Jets team to the AFC Championship back-to-back years. His defense took a Jets team to the AFC Championship. That was Bart Scott taking them to the championship. Darrell Revis and all Sanchez uh, had to do was not but I mean, that team made a – they made a – what was the coach's name? I kind of think. I, he's on – he's a yeah, TV He's on the here. NFL Today show. Uh Got brothers, John, Rex Ryan. <laughs> Rex they made Ryan. Rex Ryan look like a competent coach, and that's hard to do <laughs> unless it's the defensive side of the ball. He's always been a good defensive coach, but yeah, he, Rex Ryan's like the typical. You think of, I don't know. He he's I mean him and his Big brother. <laughs> him and his brother are living off their daddy's name. Exactly, Bud Ryan. I mean, Bud Ryan taught those guys to be competent coaches, not to be. Good coaches. Exactly. I don't know. I'd live off my dad's name if I could too, at least for as long as I could. And they've been on they've been living off of it for a while. Just like Kyle Shanahan. He lives off his dad's name because it's turning out in San Francisco that I don't know. I don't know if it's the coaching or if he's not that good. Ever since that debacle in Atlanta, uh, the New England Super Bowl, I don't know. He's been kinda he hasn't been the same. He hasn't been the same. Uh, I mean quick little let's Take a look at the NBA. I'm going to specifically bring up uh, that incident with the Denver Nuggets and the Heat. Um, <laughs> oh, that Twitter man. beef is uh, starting to come with uh, the Jokic brothers and uh, twin brother Mook Morris. That's his uh, uh, nickname. When did he start going by Mook? Now I'm a Jayhawks fan. I've been watching Marquise and Marcus since they played in Kansas. And when did he come up with Mook? That's that's new Twitter beef name, I guess. Personally, I I know the Morris twins don't want that Jokic beef because uh, one of my good friends from high school, um, when he was like amateur MMA, actually ended up seeing uh, one of Jokic's older brothers. He's a professional kickboxer, dude, six eight, like two thirty, solid muscle. His opponent didn't last l- two minutes with him. He got knocked out. They say uh, Jokic's brothers that they autumn they. They've, right away, created a Twitter page to talk stuff to the Morris brothers after the incident. So I, yeah, it doesn't sound like the Morris twins are going to want that beef. It's a little different growing up in Philly with guns and gangs, and growing up in Serbia with bombs and yeah. Bo- bombs and Putin. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, Serbia—that's a different beast to grow up in. Um, do I you, mean, uh, do the, you think it was whose shot was cheaper? Uh, Marcus. Marcus. He he started it. Like you you take you you see the reigning MVP coming up the floor, you have no need to foul him and you just go straight into his ribs. Yeah, I thought it was I don't I wouldn't say it was a dirty play. It was a hard basketball play, but it was dirty to the extent it was a non basketball play and Jokic retaliated and it's not his fault that you turned your back. I mean you turned your back when someone retaliates because like, you did a dirty play. Like you started and then you like, ah, this is a, this is the NBA, I can turn my back. No, that's a that's a crazy Serbian right there. They're so used to the Nuggets and especially Jokic. I mean, Jokic, he's he doesn't even play he, defense. He'll let you walk to the bucket before he fouls you. So he probably didn't think Jokic was going to do anything. But Jokic seemed like he was tired of tired of it. I mean, he's they've played against instigators like 
the Morris Twins and uh, Pat Beverly. I mean, there's a point where you get tired of, like, those instigator basketball players. And you, right, and you right. you just have it's to like, you know what? You have to put them in their We're place. We're going to make a statement, not only for yourself, but for the Nuggets as a team. The Nuggets have always been looked at as a – Finesse team. They've never, they haven't been tough since uh, they were the Thuggin' Nuggets with Kenyon Martin and Allen Iverson and all those guys. And, and Prime Mellow. Prime Mellow, the best Mellow. But yes, I think it'll set a tone for the rest of the season. He might get suspended a game or two. Uh, actually, I just got a notification on that. Uh, I hope they didn't suspend him. But no, he, he got to. a suspension. Um, two games. <clears throat> Let me actually look that up. So, Marcus Morris, the Heat forward. Was spared a suspension, having to do. He got a fifty thousand dollar fine for instigating it, and he also had a flagrant. Jimmy Butler, who also escalated the situation, got a thirty. Who he got a thirty thousand dollar fine. He was just on the sideline running his mouth. Um, Jokic, he got a. He got a one game suspension. Okay, that's not bad. I mean, hey, one game for in the game, uh, eighty-two game season. That's not bad yeah, to he, set the tone for your team. Let everybody know that, hey, the Nuggets ain't taking that crap this year. We're not going to be the soft Nuggets. We're going to fight. And if you want to fight, here we are. Yeah, I mean, Jokic, he's now going to be seen since he won that MVP. He's the leader of that team. He's going to be the heart. Well, he's always I mean, been right the now, the Nuggets they're hurt down that young stud in. Wow! Don't it, say it. Who, Jamal Murray? Yeah, they're down Jamal Murray right now, and they're also down uh, Michael Porter. They're down MPJ. Man, here's a guy. Talk about stealing money. Give this guy a max contract, and he goes from averaging 22 points a game to nine. What that? Some people get the money and just disappear, which I'm not sure why they gave him a max deal to begin with, but I don't know. Maybe that, they that, were just trying to ensure they kept him, but he didn't show. That playoff run from MPJ last year, that's what got him the money. Yeah, and I like MPJ. He he started taking a step since Jamal was out. He started taking that step that Aaron Gordon didn't want to to be that second star. But they should have made him prove it at least for a quarter of the season or half the season. They could have gave him a max deal in the middle of the season. They just gave it to him over the offseason, and he went crazy. Yeah. Must have went to Cabo. I mean, plus MPJ's anti-COVID shot to start. He was pulling that Kyrie Irving stuff. Oh, well, you know, he must have got it. Must have got it. But I don't know. Maybe he'll come back strong. But, you know, he's been having back issues since he was in high school, and back issues never go away. So to I mean, give that's, him what took money, him out of, that's what took him out of college at Mizzou was a back injury. Yeah, in high school. Yeah. I. It's hard to give a guy max money that has constant back injuries because, like I said, they never go away. They're never. There's nothing you can do to fix them. So it's it's dangerous, dangerous money. Hopefully they've got, uh, well, you know, the NBA is in a salary cap league, so they they are. But I mean, you can pay of, uh, non-salary cap leagues. Uh, congratulations to the Atlanta Braves for winning their first World Series since '95. Party like it's 1995. Yeah. Um, quick little touch on the, on the MLB. We their season ended. Atlanta Braves beat the Houston Asterisks in six <laughs> games. The Asterisks are like that. Trash can drumming on a trash can. Uh, and then quick little touch. Uh, yeah, the Chiefs looked really good against uh, hey man, Jordan look, Love. Look, a victory is a victory any way they come. You yeah, guys I know, wanna, that, you know, that, I know it's Jordan Love, and he should have. You know who looks bad in that is Jordan Love, and Aaron Rodgers has Green Bay by the balls now. But I will say that last 
first down pass from Mahomes to Tyreek, that looked like vintage Kansas City. And sometimes all it takes is that one play for everybody to start clicking. So hopefully that was the play. Did you wait? Did you see the seats that Jordan loves, mom and girlfriend that, got? You got you you guys did there. You guys did them dirty. <laughs> I will say you did them dirty. The very very top row, like the very top row. If they look out, they might fall over. Hey, welcome to Kansas City. I mean, quick little touch to end this thing. Let's look to Week Ten with the AFC West. You got the Broncos against the Eagles. I'm gonna say Jalen Hurts. He, he, I, I have a soft spot for Alabama players, but I feel like this is going to be third win in a row for the Broncos because it is a home game versus the Eagles. Oh, it's the home game? Oh, yeah, yeah. they'll definitely win at home. If it was in Philly, nah, but, yeah, Denver usually wins at home. That's just how it goes. Then uh, your Chiefs, they're, they're playing in SoFi, not SoFi Stadium. They're playing in uh, Las Vegas against the Raiders. Yeah, we're waiting on the Raiders. We're waiting to see the Raiders. We're waiting to see San Diego. That's what I'm calling them. I don't care. And we're waiting to see Denver because we want to make sure everybody knows that the AFC West still runs through Kansas City, and that's period. Yeah, so Kansas City. Raiders, wins. here we come. Yeah, you guys play the Raiders. I, I mean, the Raiders right now, they're super dysfunctional. It's going to be a close game because Derek Carr, he still looks like a good QB. Oh, definitely. Plus – our, our defense is just trash. If Daniel Sorensen's on the field, and the Raiders there's just gonna did be get a D-Jack. They did. They did. That'll be another deep threat. That's probably who. God, I'm not going to talk about Daniel Sorensen. I'm not. Uh, yeah. Um, if you're, if the Chiefs fans aren't yelling at him, Tyron Matthew definitely is. Tyron Matthew throws his hands up at Daniel Sorensen every game. Like, dude, what are you doing? Looking like LeBron talking to J.R. Smith every game. Yeah, imagine if you didn't do Eric Berry so dirty there. Um, we were, didn't do Eric Berry dirty. Yeah, you did. Come on. And then to close it off, uh, Los Angeles Chargers against the Minnesota Chiefs at home at SoFi. The, the Vikings? Yeah. Oh, okay. At SoFi? Yeah. I mean, it's going to be – it's the Chargers, so it's going to be a heavy Vikings crowd. It, it depends on which Vikings show up. If the Vikings that played uh, – was it Baltimore last week show up? They'll probably beat. I mean, same Chargers. could be said for the Chargers. If exactly uh, depends. On if Justin Chargers. Herbert shows up trying to be an MVP, you got to go with the Chargers because you got Keenan Allen. And if uh, somehow Mr. Williams decides to show to be a wide receiver one again, I mean, he only plays good against Kansas City. <laughs> Mike Williams scores two touchdowns a game against us. But yeah, I I'll probably take. San Diego in that game. That's what I'm calling them. I don't care. Um, it'll probably be close, but I just don't have faith in Minnesota to show up I, on the road. Mainly, I have no faith in Kirk Cousins. Me neither. I, I mean, Delvin Cook, it, he has the carry or else that team's just bad. Is he back yet? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not playing him in fantasy this week. Yeah, see, I don't even think Delvin Cook is back, so they're really, they're really hurting. Yeah. They can't seem to get the ball to Adam Thielen anymore. Just – Jefferson, which is cool, but you got to get the ball to Thielen some more. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm going to call for that. We're, we just did our predictions for the AFC West. Uh, we'll come back uh, next week to see how those predictions turned out. Um, Put again, a parlay in. Make some money. Yeah, um, again, this was the Denver Sports Report with Jeff Rohr. And Q Mac. And we'll see you guys next time.